The iSchool Sports Network proudly presents East Central Regional Softball Action from Montgomery. Today's game is brought to you in part by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, H&M Drugs, Farm Boys, The Chuck House, The Car Clinic, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, Robertson's Air Repair, Old Station Engraving, Ray Bucks, Downtown 56, Meadows Farm Equipment, and the Randolph Leader. Stay tuned for live action of the East Central Softball Regionals in Montgomery, Alabama. Now let's go out to the park. There was an offensive explosion in game number one. Six batters recorded multiple hits, and there were also three home runs mixed in, as well as Woodland defeated Jacksonville Christian 18-6 in five innings to advance to the winner's bracket of the AHSAA 1A East Central Regional at Lagoon Park in Montgomery. Mackenzie McCormick, Leah Williamson, and Madison Mitchell all went deep in an exciting inning against Jacksonville Christian, adding up to five runs. It was Mitchell's performance, however, in game one that led to an oppressive offensive game for the Lady Cats. Mitchell recorded four hits and four at-bats and later came in to score all four times. Now up for Woodland is a matchup with Area 11 champion Appalachian. The Eagles enter the game by defeating Galesville in Game 1, 12-1. Taylor Woodard and Kalen Martin led the offense with two hits and two RBI each. Appalachian took advantage of sloppy field play by Galesville as they scored all 12 of their runs on seven Trojan errors. A battle of area champs is coming up next on iSchool Sports Network. First pitch between Woodland and Appalachian is coming up in just a few moments. Hello, everybody. Taylor Jones back with you live from Lagoon Park in the capital city of Montgomery, Alabama as the Lady Cats are getting ready to take on Appalachian, a team that finished number four in the state of Alabama, and they are winners of 20 games in the 2021 season. The Woodland Lady Cats will be in the field first. We'll give a rundown of their fielding alignment. At first base, it will be Mackenzie McCormick, second base Maddie Mitchell, third base Juliana Lovern, shortstop Leah Williamson. Left center and right field will be Jaden Herring, Taylor Wilson, and Ella Waits in that order. The battery today will be Kaylee Crenshaw. She is catching Josie Cross. First pitch of the game is on its way, and it will be in there for called strike one to Taylor Woodard. What a great way to open this game for the Woodland Lady Cats. A big win over Jacksonville Christian in game one. Next pitch coming, fly ball left field, Herring going back, and it's off the wall. She's going to round first and head to second. The throw is going to be not in time, and very early, an early double for Taylor Woodard as we start game number two of the day. Starting lineups for the Eagles. Of course, you heard Taylor uh, Taylor Woodard up next is Stormy Stidham. Zoe Payne is on deck. Four, five, and six, Jordan Henderson, Kalen Martin, and Sophie Latta. Seven, eight, nine, Trinity Day, Ashley Maddox, Gracie Gulledge. The first pitch to Stormy Stidham is going to be outside for ball number one. Again, that's Woodard, Stidham, Payne, Henderson, Martin, Latta, Day, Maddox, Gulledge. Next pitch from Cross coming. Attempted bunt. We pulled back, but the strike will still count. One and one. Runner on second base to start off. Game supposed to start at 6 o'clock, but the game beforehand featuring Southside Gadsden and Huffman got early very quickly. Next pitch outside for ball. 
We got two balls and one strike on Stormy Stidham. Next pitch coming. Swings under that one, and that's going to be strike three. Had my count wrong. It was 2-2. Now it's 2-3. First out of the inning. Is going to go to Stormy Stidham on a strikeout. Coming up next, Zoe Payne for the Eagles. Twelve runs on seven errors from Galesville. That's how much Appalachian was able to take advantage of Galesville's defense. First pitch on the corner called strike. Umpire here, if there's a strike, and have to wait just a second for him to get the call. Hey, as long as he makes the call, I'll take it. Next pitch, swing and a miss for strike two. Good way to start out early on Zoe Payne, the third-place hitter for the Eagles. Cross a look down at the wristband, steps back up. 0-2, off speed, outside corner, not going to win the battle there. It's one of those pitches that looked like it did kind of tell off at the end, but if you're in the batter's box, whew, that's hard to <laughs> lay off of. So the count moves to one and two, runner on second base for Appalachian. Next pitch, line shot that's going to get through the glove of Lovern and roll into left field, actually roll past the uh, roll past the temporary fencing, and they're going to call time and let Herring go get that. So Appalachian very quickly up one to nothing over the Lady Cats. Call that one a double for Zoe Payne coming in to score from second base, Taylor Woodard. Going to be a very interesting game for Woodland. As you look back at their record and coming in, you know, you look at the uh, 21 wins or 24 wins and 17 losses and you know, looking at that on paper, you know, it doesn't really jump out at you. But when you really look at the schedule and who those 24 wins were against, who they've competed against all year long in those many, many tournaments they played in Oxford, uh, I think they played five in total. This is why you do that. I played against these teams such as the Appalachians, the top five teams in the state. First pitch to Jordan Henderson, going to be taken outside for ball one. You've already played Raglan once. You'll see Raglan more than likely uh, tomorrow. 1-0. Ground ball left side. Lovern picks it up. A quick eye over to second base, but she'll throw over to Mackenzie McCormick at first base to get that runner. While in the meantime, coming into third will be Zoe Payne. So there's two down, runner on third. 5-3 on the put out there, and here comes Kalen Martin. Kalen Martin for Appalachian in the last game. Two hits, two RBIs, and that 12-2 win over Galesville. First pitch, swung over to the top of that one for strike one. A lot of clouds here in Montgomery, but only a 30% chance of rain the rest of the way. Next pitch coming from Josie outside corner. Kaylee trying to sneak that one in the zone on a frame. Blue wasn't buying it, so we'll move that one to 1-1. 
Two down in the inning, Appalachian on top of Woodland, one nothing early in game number two of the day from Lagoon Park. 1-1. One, one. That one off the knuckles will foul off the backstop. Move the count to 1-2. In that last game, we got out of the fifth inning with three straight strikeouts from Josie, and she's going to make her whiff on that one for strike number three, and that's how this inning will end. One run comes across to score for Appalachian. They leave a runner on third base. We go to the bottom half of the first inning. Appalachian on top, one nothing over Woodland. The Lady Cats are coming up. You're listening to Lady Cats Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. A story of tradition eclipsing 100 years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Going to the bottom half of the first inning, your score, Appalachian 1, Woodland nothing. It's now time for the Lady Cats starting lineup presented by Lacey Garner at J.C. Hairco in Woodland, men's, women's, and children's haircuts, as well as coloring services. Call or text for an appointment today, 256-452-6239. Leading off for the Lady Cats, uh, playing first base today, Mackenzie McCormick, batting second to wearing number 25 and playing center field, Taylor Wilson. Batting third, number three, playing third base, Juliana Lovern. The cleanup spot today belongs to number 11, Maddie Mitchell. Batting fifth will be number 10, Leah Williamson. Number 15, Jaden Herring will bat in the sixth spot. Seven, eight, nine looks like this. Number 21, Josie Cross. Number nine, Kaylee Crenshaw. And number one, Ella Waits. Again, for the Lady Cats, McCormick, Wilson, Lovern, Mitchell, Williamson, Herring, Cross, Crenshaw, and Waits. Woodland Lady Cats softball is led by head coach Kayla Shelton in her second season. She is assisted by Bethany Johnson, Aaron Wright, and Charlie Wright. Now going to take a look at the Appalachian uh, starting nine in the field. Uh, We'll first look at uh, first base. It's going to be Sophie Latta. Uh, Second base, Trinity Day. Uh, Taylor Woodard will be at uh, shortstop and it will be Jordan Henderson at third. Get the rest in just a second. First pitch to McCormick is going to be taken high around the knuckles for ball one. A 1-0 coming to McCormick. She'll foul this one off. It'll hit the backstop. So 1-1 count on Mackenzie McCormick as we start this game a little earlier than anticipated. The uh, game we had, game one, got started a little later. This one starts uh, about 20 minutes early. Ashley Maddox in the circle for Appalachian. will look over in the dugout and look at her wrist to get the call. Next pitch is going to be outside on the corner for ball two. Outfield for Appalachian looks like this. Gracie Gulledge in left, Kalen Martin in center, Dallas Day in right field. The battery today, Zoe Payne, is catching Ashley Maddox. Fly ball is going to get over the head of the shortstop. Mackenzie McCormick very early on uh, setting the tone for the Lady Cats as she gets on with a leadoff single. 
Mackenzie McCormick in that last game, hitting her 11th home run of the season. It's been a fun home run chase between her and Randolph County's Taylor Sims. The Tigers will be here in Montgomery tomorrow starting at 9 a.m. Woodland, I believe, no matter what happens today, their first game will be at 10.45 in the morning. Next pitch, going to be high, chest high to Taylor Wilson for ball one. Mackenzie McCormick, Madison Mitchell, and Leah Williamson all hitting home runs in the second inning of that big win over Jacksonville Christian, 18-6 in game one. Next pitch, belts high to Taylor Wilson, going to be taken for a strike. One ball, one strike to Taylor Wilson. Mackenzie McCormick on first base here in this 1-0 game. Appalachian leading as we're in the bottom half of the first. 1-1, knee high. They're going to throw, and oh, they got McCormick. Oh, my goodness. Quick throw over to first base. The tag of the throw and the tag, neither were on time. Unfortunately for Max, she lost her balance in the First baseman Sophie Latta kept her glove on her, and McCormick just the victim of poor circumstances. Starting to see a little bit more rain fall here in Montgomery. Starting to see a light drizzle come out, but we're starting to see some umbrellas open as well. Next pitch going to be taken on the outside corner for ball three. Three and one to Taylor Wilson. Inside pitch, they'll get her for ball four. Wilson showing some discipline there to make up for Matt getting picked off on first base, and here comes Juliana Lovern. Juliana Lovern, a handful of really good plays defensively. Not a bad day at the plate as well in game number one. One of... Six batters that recorded multiple hits in game one. High and tight on the inside corner for strike one to Juliana. Had a comment today from uh, from Bo Williams. Bo Williams sent me a message and asked me how far away we were from the field because as you can probably tell we don't have any outside sound effects from where we're at. So the next pitch is going to be outside for ball one. Not too far away, we're high atop the uh, press box area, uh, right in the middle of the complex here at Lagoon Park. Windows do not open, however. Line shot over the head of the shortstop for Juliana. That one's going to get down. Two runners are on with one down, and here comes Maddie Mitchell. One down in the inning, but that is the second hit. As Wilson moves to second, Juliana on first, Maddie Mitchell coming to the plate. Four for four in that last game. Had a single, two doubles, and a home run. That home run that she had was pretty impressive as she knocked home Wilson and Lovern with her to have a three-run home run back in the second inning against Jacksonville Christian. First pitch to... Maddie, she finds a gap on the right side. They're going to send Wilson home from third. She's going to get there standing up, and it's tied at one. So Maddie Mitchell getting her fifth hit of the game so far, and we're only in the first inning of game two. 
She gets an RBI. Taylor Wilson comes in to score. Juliana's moved over to third base now, and it's one-to-one. Much like the game against Jacksonville Christian, the JCA Thunder, they struck first, but it didn't take long for Woodland to answer back. And as we you know, mentioned in the broadcast earlier, that it's like every time that Jacksonville Christian threw a punch, Woodland had about seven or eight that were ready to go, and they did that every single time. They had an answer and a pretty big answer for everything Jacksonville Christian threw their way. And if they continue to do this against this really good Appalachian team, I like our chances. First pitch to Williamson. Fly ball left field. That one is way up there. And making the play just inside fair territory is the left fielder, Gracie Gulledge. But tagging up and coming in to score is Juliana Lover. And that sacrifice fly works out to perfection. It's 2-1 to one Lady Cats. Mitchell will tag up and head over to second. Two runs coming across to score in the inning. Maddie Mitchell with the RBI single and the sacrifice fly there from Leah Williamson. Here comes Jaden Herring. First pitch to Jaden inside off the belt for ball one. A lot of offense there in game one. Let's see how they can do against Maddox. Oh, wow, that was a foul ball that hit one of the posts that's holding up the chain link backstop here in Lagoon Park and ricocheted back towards the third base dugout, which houses Appalachian. Woodland like in game one in the first base dugout. Like the rain has held off for the most part, but the skies are getting darker. Fly ball left center field for Herring and making the play a sliding catch is Kalen Martin for out number three. Lady Cats answer with two runs of their own in the bottom half of the first inning. They leave a runner stranded on. We go to the second. It's 2-1 to one in favor of Woodland. You're listening to Woodland Softball live from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Downtown 56 Pizza Grill, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke, Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 4 to 9. Phone number 334-863-5656. Dine-in or takeout is available. Pizza and calzones, boneless wing basket, hot wings with a wide assortment of flavors. Available in mild, hot, and extremely hot. Traditional favorites like hamburger, cheeseburger, chicken fingers, and sliders. Get by Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill. Go by today, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Win or lose, the name of the game is sportsmanship in HSAA education-based high school athletics. The lesson learned on the field and in the bleachers is good sports are winners no matter what the score. Support high school athletics with good sportsmanship, a public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. To the top half of the second we go, coming up for Appalachians, uh, 6, 7, and 8 for the Eagles, Sophie Latta, Trinity Day, and Ashley Maddox. The Lady Eagles scored one on a... 
uh, double from Zoe Payne. But Woodland was able to answer with two runs of their own in the bottom half, so it's now 2-1 to one Lady Cats on top of the Eagles from Appalachian High School. The Eagles finished up the year ranked number four in the state of Alabama, according to the fine sports writers that write for our state's publications. First pitch to Latta is going to be outside of the zone for ball one. Area 11 winners is Appalachian. I'm going to foul this one off and heads up. That's going to roll towards uh, field number five. It's to our right. With the count to one and one. Appalachian out of the Aniana area. Going to be a line shot towards the right side in between McKenzie and Maddie, and it's going to roll towards Ella Waits in right field. She'll quickly get it back into the field, and that's only going to go down for a single for Sophie Latta. Appalachian led off the game in the first inning with a double from Taylor Woodard. Woodard later came in to score. They lead off this inning with a uh, with a single. Here comes Trinity Day. Lay down a bunt. Juliana knocks it down, but it will end up rolling past her and everybody's safe. Juliana coming up, but made made contact with her glove, but she couldn't stop it completely as it rolled slightly behind her, and Williamson had to back her up. So another bunt single for the Eagles from Appalachian. Yes, Appalachian from the Aniana area. Same area as Victory Christian, team that Woodland knows from football more than anything. First pitch to Ashley Maddox outside of the zone for ball one. Ashley Maddox, the pitcher for the Eagles, kind of disappointed when I looked at the roster and saw that there was going to be a Maddox pitching inside, but she'll swing under that one for strike one, one ball, one strike. I was excited to see a Maddox on the mound, but disappointed to know that she doesn't wear number 31. She wears number 55 for the Eagles. Steps back in the box, ready to go for the 1-1. Next pitch outside in the opposing batter's box. Good job from Crenshaw to pull that one in. Two balls, one strike to Maddox. Woodland in their new orange jerseys. Debuting, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's the first time they debuted these exact orange uniforms all year. That's going to be a bunt. It rolls right in front of the opposing batter's box. A throw from Crenshaw to McCormick is in time. The bunt did its wonders, but I've never seen anything happen the way that bunt did. It rolled, stayed in fair territory the whole time, got to the corner where the batter's box ends and the foul line going towards the first base uh, side of the field. It stopped right there where they connect. Uh, Crenshaw picked it up. Throw over to McCormick for out number one. Runners in scoring position as we go to Gracie Gulledge. First pitch from Cross and this at bat off speed. Was not expecting that one at all. And that will take strike number one for Gulledge. 
Taylor Woodard on deck for the Eagles. The Woodland in their orange jerseys today. Bobcats written in white across the chest, outlined in navy blue. Numbers the exact same. Next pitch going to be outside for ball one. One ball and one strike. White pants, navy socks for Appalachian. They come out in primarily black uniforms, but a royal blue on the uh, on the sleeves. Swing and a miss inside for strike two. Tim Altork joining us now to our left. He just got finished calling the Wild, Wadley, and uh, Raglan game. Game that Wadley was in the entire way until the last inning. High pitch is going to get over the glove of Kaylee Crenshaw, but immediately after realizing that the ball was going to go high of Crenshaw, Cross immediately covered the plate and prevented that run from third scoring. We move to 2-2 to Gracie Gulledge. Next pitch coming. Fly ball is going to get towards us. Just shy of where we are in the press row area. I guess you could probably call it uh, the, the, the center of it all here at Lagoon Park. Count remains 2-2 to Gracie Gulledge. There's one out in the inning. Next pitch coming. Fly ball, and that one is going to sneak into foul territory. And knocking it down is Ella Waits. Appalachian thought that stayed in fair territory. Waits wasn't able to make the catch, but she was able to knock it down, but the ball was still in foul territory, so all of the runners will come back. Timeout will be taken by Coach Kayla Shelton. The infield will come into the circle and chat, but Cross will have a personal meeting with head coach Kayla Shelton. Likes what she heard from her head coach, and now she's back giving high fives to the infield, and they now go back to their uh, spot set up in the infield. So when time comes back in, which it's coming now, there is a 2-2 count on Gracie Gulledge. Gulledge steps into the box. That lead foot, her heel, is right on the corner of the box. 2-2. Foul ball, and that will hit off the backstop. Now 13-4, Raglan getting the best of Wadley, but it was a game that Wadley pretty much had a one-run differential in a majority of the game. Once more, she'll foul it off the backstop. Good battle brewing here between Cross and Gulledge, and wouldn't it be something if Cross got out of this one as a winner? Runners on second and third, Appalachian looking hungry. How great would it be? 2-2, fly ball over the head of Madison Mitchell. One run's going to come across the score. They're going to round the second, a runner from second end home. It's now 3-1 to one in favor of the Eagles. That one just a little too tall there for Madison Mitchell. Nothing really you can do about that. That'll be an RBI single for Gracie Gulledge. Latta comes in to score, as does Day. Now there's only one runner on the... 
base paths for the Eagles, and we now go to the top of the lineup for Taylor Woodard. Woodard led off the game with a double. Steps back in the box. She's ready to go. Taylor Crenshaw, however, still looking over to the dugout. Getting the right call. She'll relay that message over to Cross. Cross gets the signal. She fires in outside batter's box. A quick throw over to first base, not in time. One hopper over to McCormick to keep Gulledge in line, but I think it was more for show than anything. Kind of a Keeping them honest over there in the corner. Next pitch. Ground ball. Madison can't catch up with that one either. That one rolled to her left. Not a lot of room there for her to uh, make the play. It's going to advance the runners to second and third. It's going to be a double for Woodard. Her second hit of the game, second two-bagger. Appalachian re-grabbing the lead here, 3-2. to two. And that's going to do it for Josie Cross as we're going to have a pitching change. Juliana Lovern enters the circle. We'll tell you about her in just a few moments. We're here in the top half of the second inning with one down in the inning. Runners on second and third for the Appalachian Eagles. Your score, Appalachian 3, Woodland 2. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Juliana Lovern in the circle now for the Lady Cats coming in for Josie Cross. Josie Cross seeing action in both games that we've played so far. But Lovern will come in. This is her 18th appearance of the year. She has 11 starts to her name, 64 and two-thirds innings pitched, 3.71 ERA, 79 strikeouts to 21 walks. She has a 3-4 and four record on the season. The last time we saw her was last Thursday at the area tournament against Talladega County Central. In that 11-0 win, she threw five innings, allowed three hits, and struck out eight uh, in that win over the Tigers. Her best game as far as strikeouts go, she struck out 11 Hanley Tigers back on March the 18th. Hanley, a team that unfortunately not joining us in Montgomery, but that's you know nothing to do with just how their season went. Got to compete with a tough team like Heflin, a team that Woodland got to know a little earlier this year. And then, of course, Munford, unfortunately. When there's two spots, there's one odd man out. First pitch from Lovern is going to be outside of the zone, a little high for a ball to Stormy Stidham. Quick throw over to third base from Kaylee Crenshaw just to keep uh, keep Gullet in check. It's not going to be in time. Next pitch coming. Foul ball, and that one's going to, whoa, look out. A little bit of a dangerous situation there as that was a hot shot rocket off the bat of Stormy Stidham. It shot over the third base dugout and into the bleachers on the field to our left. Probably six or seven spectators watching that game that were a little surprised to hear that ding of the bleachers. Next pitch is going to be taken for 
ball on the outside. One ball, two strikes. Three-two ball game here in the top half of the second inning for Woodland. Look over to the wristband. Fires outside, just missing. Moving the count to 2-2. Taylor Woodard at second, Gracie Gulledge at third. Two runs have come across the score so far this inning for the Eagles. Next pitch. Off the knuckle, she'll foul this one off the backstop. We actually had a <laughs> little stoppage in play there as the ball came in from the other field, a foul ball. That next pitch is going to be taken out of the zone for ball three. Three balls, two strikes, one down in the inning, two on for Appalachian. Juliana Lovren coming in, relieving Josie Cross. Lovren gets ready. She fires outside. Rung her up for strike three. Good job, Kaylee Crenshaw there for uh, flipping that glove. Not that I think there was any doubt, but just to be sure, she framed the pitch right back into the zone, and Juliana's credited with a strikeout. Two out in the inning, and here's Zoe Payne. Zoe Payne at double, her last time up. She was stranded over at third. A look over to the dugout for Lover. Steps back up to the rubber, ready to fire. Fly ball right field right there over the head of Ella Waits. Two more runs are going to come across the score for the Eagles. It's 5-2. to two. Appalachian hitting some balls that they're, they're placing them very well. And you have to have six foot five, seven foot fielders out there to make the plays that they're hitting. Nothing you can do if you're Woodland. It's just coming off the bat too quick and not enough time to make the ground that you would need to make to make the play. So it's going to be a two-RBI double for Zoe Payne, her second double. Woodard and Gulledge come in to score. Pitch low off the shoe tops for ball one. Those runs will be credited to Cross. The first runner that Lovern will be responsible for is hanging out at second base in the form of Zoe Payne. So now Jordan Henderson with a 1-0 count. And that's a fly ball in the gap left field. Who's going to call for it? Looks like it will be Herring, and Herring can't make the play. Just a little short, and coming in to score is Zoe Payne. It's 6-2 Appalachian. And timeout being taken by Coach Kayla Shelton. You know it's serious when she calls the whole team in. While we got a second, we'd love to give you this message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. In accordance with AHSAA policy, live video streaming of AHSAA events is expressly prohibited without prior written consent from the AHSAA. Under no circumstances may parents or fans live video stream an AHSAA event. Violators will be removed from the stadium or, in this case, Lagoon Park. This message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. 
Got two down here in the top half of the second inning, Appalachian, uh, scoring five runs here in this inning as they lead 6-2. to two. Home plate umpire starting to make his way towards the pitching circle, which is where uh, Coach Shelton is, to hurry up and break up the meeting. And Coach Shelton says what she has to say, and everybody will disperse back to their areas of expertise. Coming in will now be Kalen Martin. Two down in the inning, first pitch to Martin. Ground ball. Mitchell will pick up a slow roll or a quick toss to cross over at first, and that'll do it for the second inning. Five runs come across the score, however, for the Eagles. They lead 6-2 to two coming up for the Lady Cats in this half inning. We'll see Jaden Herring, Josie Cross, and Kaylee Crenshaw. You're listening to Lady Cats Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Cats down 6-2. to two. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. To the bottom of the second we go, Woodland. Let's see what answers they have after allowing five runs in that last half inning. They now trail Appalachian by a score of 6-2. to two. Stepping in now will be Josie Cross. Fly ball right side, out of play. Just out of play, first pitch for Josie. Second inning of work for Ashley Maddox in the circle. Maddox looking over to the third base dugout to get the call. Next pitch, fly ball off the top of the backstop for Cross. Cross will step back in. She waits on Maddox. Maddox delivers outside. Good eye for Cross. One ball, two strikes on a pitch in the opposing batter's box. Maddox gets her sign. She's ready to fire. Off-speed pitch inside off the nub of the bat for ball two. Maddox, she looks over to her coach to get the sign. She then looks down at her wristband and then quickly fires away. Swung that one just below the knees for strike three to Josie. That'll bring up Kaylee Crenshaw. Crenshaw in that last game, she 
got on base twice but only had one hit and had a single in the third inning and reached via the goal E5 in the fourth. Wind starting to pick up again here in Montgomery. First pitch, collarbone high, was looking to see how the umpire was going to score that one. He's going to let that one go as a ball. Hey, we'll take it. That one coming in, collarbone high, really could have gone either way. Martin takes an extra second to look at her wristband. Now she fires. Foul ball from Crenshaw off the backstop. It's like the rain, for the most part, has stopped right now anyway. Don't think we're out of the woods just yet. There's a lot of dark clouds looming beyond the center field fence. One one to Crenshaw off speed. Good eye on that outside corner. For ball two. Two one. Fly ball. That'll get out of play and land around the bushes that are in the middle of the complex over to our right. In between field one and field five. Next pitch. Line shot left field. Just foul. Yeah. Seen a lot of those today, unfortunately. Carry well down the left field line. And when they come down, they're just out of the territory that you need him to be. Crenshaw will get one more opportunity here, 2-2. Home plate umpire gives Maddox a signal. Maddox will look down at her wristband, gets the call she wants, 2-2. Line shot right through the legs of Maddox and into center field. Holy cow, we've seen a lot of these quick reflex plays that I don't think anyone, the best cat you can think of, I don't think would have the reflexes to make several of these plays today. That was a hard ground ball that went right through the legs of the pitcher. Maddox hopped right over the second base bag and went right into the glove of Kalen Martin in center field. So Crenshaw will reach on a single, and here's Ella Waits. Ella Waits, ninth place batter for the Lady Cats. One on. Looks to lay down a bunt, pulls back in time for ball one. Waits a step back in. 1 0. We'll drop the bunt down. Maddox will throw to second, and they make the play. Goodness. One hopper to the second baseman that just beat Kaylee to the bag. So Ella will reach on the fielder's choice. Crenshaw out on the base paths. Waits on first, and here's Mac McCormick.
first pitch of the second time through the rotation. Going to be taken on the outside corner for ball one. McCormick led us off with a single her last time up. Three hits on the day for McCormick, including her 11th home run of the season. Morning number 12 right there. Quick throw over to second base is in time to get weights. So we'll leave it right there as we go to the top half of the third inning. Woodland leaves one runner on. They do not get any runs across. We go to the top half of the third inning. Appalachian on top of Woodland 6-2. to two. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from High School Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. The AHSAA reminds fans that we all play a role in the education of our students. Parents, fans, and people in the community all set an example for students, whether they are aware of it or not. Help set a positive example in everything you do, both at the games and in your community. Good sportsmanship is what sets your school apart. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. To the top of the third inning we go, Appalachian on top of Woodland by a score of 6-2. to two. Big inning that saw five runs come across the score for the Eagles and answers to Woodland's uh, two-run bottom half of the first inning. In the circle for her uh, first full inning will be Juliana Lovern. She came in in relief last inning. Ended up getting the Lady Cats out of a jam. See, Sophie Latta, Trinity Day, and Ashley Maddox, six, seven, and eight come up for the Appalachian Eagles. First pitch from Lovern will be a foul ball off the handle of the bat that rolls toward the right side for Sophie Latta. Looks like we have a Defensive change as well for the Lady Cats. As it looks like Gracie Rigney has checked in for Ella Waits in right field. Next pitch, line shot. Same, uh, same spot down the first base line. The ball back into play, and time's back in. Ground ball left side this time. Just can't quite, uh, can't quite straighten it up. Can Sophie Latta? 
Count will remain 0-2. Every pitch so far has been a foul ball. 0-2. Excuse me, swing to Mitchell. Mitchell scoops it out of the dirt. The throw is not going to be in time. Actually, it's going to be wide of Josie Cross, and Latta will reach. Looked like Mitchell there over at second base, having a hard time getting it out of her glove, gripping the ball, and throwing it over to Cross. So now they're one on. Here comes Trinity Day. Trinity singled, later came across to score for the Eagles. Beautiful bunt that they'll kill as it rolls down the third baseline. That one that was fair territory, hugged the line, and Lover did the smart thing there and let it go foul down the first baseline. Next pitch inside, and that hits her. Very interesting to see that one happen. As I believe it may have hit her, hit her wrist. Came in real tight on a bunt attempt, and no chance for her to get out of the way. First hit by pitch of the game. Lada moves over to second day at first, and here's Ashley Maddox. First pitch to Maddox, going to be swinging a miss for strike one. Maddox reached on a sacrifice her last time, or actually, no, she moved a runner over via the sacrifice. Pitcher versus pitcher matchup so far, Juliana Lovern has a single off of her. She'll be due up in the next half inning, third. It'll be the first time that Lovern's met her as a pitcher. The last time that she faced her was when Lovern was at third. Next pitch is going to be fouled off to move the count to 2 or 0-2. Uh, she'll step in, inside pitch, and she'll golf, and it will be cross catching it. She looked to uh, go back to first base to uh, – to catch uh, Trinity Day. Not quite enough time to do that, but kind of an excuse me swing there that uh, popped up over to the right side. Cross able to pick it up, and that's out number one. So now here's Gracie Gulledge to round out the Appalachian lineup. She'll get a piece of this one, fouls it off the backstop directly behind her. Great day, a busy day here at Lagoon Park in Montgomery. We get a Great aerial view almost of the parking lot that's right beyond the outfield fence here at field one, and it is filled up to the brim. Fly ball uh, coming toward us. I was thinking Tim Altork was going to put a little bit more effort into catching that foul ball, but he decided, nah, it's not for me. I'm just going to let that one go. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we don't have any uh, scouts for the Dodgers or Braves or anybody here. You would have missed your calling. 0-2. 
Fly ball. Will that one stay in the field? It's going to be hard to judge, and no, it just uh, sneaks off the edge of the third base dugout. Lovern going for it, the, or not Lovern, but McCormick the whole way going for it, and Fence wouldn't let her. So we have an 0-2 count. Next pitch from Gulledge. Good job. Oh, McCormick, or not McCormick, uh, Crenshaw. Couldn't quite make the play off the backstop. So we'll try it again at 0-2. Next pitch, swing and a miss for strike three. Good way to end that tough battle. As Gracie Gulledge goes down swinging, and we're back at the top of the lineup for Taylor Woodard. Inside pitch, Woodard will flinch out of the way of that one for ball one. That one coming in high and tight. Next pitch, ground ball, Mitchell. She'll pick it up, throws it over to Cross for out number three. So that's how this inning win. Appalachian, they uh, leave a couple of runners on, but none come across the score. We go to the bottom half of the third inning where we'll see one, two, three. Mackenzie McCormick, Taylor Wilson, and Juliana Lovern. You're listening to Lady Cats Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Lady Cats Trail Appalachian, six to two. Ray Bugs Farm Supply, now open and serving all of Randolph County and surrounding areas. New inventory arriving daily. A full-service farm supply store open Monday through Friday, 7 until 5, and 7 until 3 on Saturdays. Ray Bugs Farm Supply. Our phone number is 256-449-2255. Our address, 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Ray Bugs Farm Supply, now open in Woodland. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your business's or favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station for affordable customizing with a quick turnaround. That's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. Bottom of the third we go, Appalachian uh, gets through that inning without uh, recording a run. So now we'll send it back to the top half of the lineup for the Woodland Lady Cats, Mackenzie McCormick, Taylor Wilson, and Juliana Lovern. Ella Waits picked off going from first to second in that last inning, which cuts McCormick's at bat short. So she'll get another opportunity here. None on, no out. See what Matt can do in this spot. First pitch she sees is going to be a fly ball, and that's going to go over the head of Trinity Day and roll into right field. Lead off single again for Mackenzie McCormick. 
really the only difference in this leadoff hit and the one she had in the first inning. She uh, made Maddox work for it a little more this time. She didn't want her to work for it at all. She just said, all right, just give it to me. I'm going to serve it up to you in right field, and that's exactly what happened. Here comes Taylor Wilson. Taylor Wilson reached last time via a walk. Later came in to score on a Maddie Mitchell RBI single. Inside pitch, good job to get out of the way. However, it is going to find the inside part of the zone for strike one. A good pitch that snuck in late. That one's going to be outside. Not going to get the call there. Zoe Payne wanted to reach that one in. Home plate umpire. Throws up his right hand as to indicate that it was outside. I'm sure an Eagle fan probably asked, where's that one, Blue? Well, he let him know. 1-1. Inside pitch, and she'll pop straight up. Who's going to make the play? Trinity Day at second base is going to make it, and that's out one. McCormick will stay over at first base, and here comes Juliana Lovern. Lovern singled. Later came around to scores, just like... Just like Taylor Wilson did on that same RBI single from Maddie Mitchell. Lovren steps up. Fires off speed pitch just on the outside for a ball. Great pitch there for Maddox, just a little too far outside for what the ump liked. Which, hey, we'll take it. Off-speed pitch high. The outside corner again for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. A quick pick over to McCormick at first. She's not going anywhere. Pops straight up. Is it going to be day again? No, it's going to be Maddox hanging on to that one for out number two. That one popped straight up, and Maddox almost misplaying it, but we'll bring it back in. So here comes Mitchell. Five hits on the day, a perfect five for five, including a three-run home run back in the second inning of the first game against Jacksonville Christian. Posing batter's box for ball one for Maddie. Leah Williamson on deck. If you can remember that second inning after Maddie hit a three-run shot, Williamson uh, stepped up and hit a solo shot right behind her. Next pitch to Mitchell. She'll swing it one inside. I don't think that one that one isn't where she wanted it or where she thought it would go. So we'll have one and one. Next pitch coming outside, but she'll get a piece. It'll be a quick roller to the second baseman. She'll tag McCormick on her way to 
second base, and that's how this inning will end. They leave a runner on. None come across the score as we go to the top half of the fourth inning. Eagles on top of Woodland by a score of 6-2. You're listening to Woodland Softball live from High School Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Where can you get good neighborhood service and surprisingly great insurance rates? At State Farm, because State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your one-stop shop in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. State Farm agent Ken Seifert is ready to help. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. To the top half of the fourth inning we go. Your score, Appalachian on top of Woodland by a score of 6-2. Both teams traded blows in the first couple of innings. However, that third inning, both teams left runners on, but none came across to score. So now it's all going to be about how Woodland responds. How can they crack the code that Appalachian is uh, setting forth? It all starts right here by another inning where they don't let anybody come across to score. Juliana Lovern coming into the Circle now. Steps up. And the first pitch is going to be bunted. Fair territory. Throw is not going to be in time. Mitchell went over to cover first base as Cross crept up for bunt defense and ball fell out of her glove. So that'll be a bunt single for Stormy Stidham, and here comes Zoe Payne. Fly ball for Payne, right field. Oh, what a play from Gracie Rigney. Oh, my goodness. Gracie went up to make the play. Her cleat got stuck in the grass in right field. She fell to her knees, and somehow... Didn't need to make any more moves than that. She fell to her knees, saw the ball was still coming to her. She fell to her stomach, reached out, made the play. Incredible from Gracie Rigney in right field. So one down in the inning for Appalachian. Here comes Jordan Henderson. First pitch from Lover to this at back. Ground ball through the left side. Herring will pick it up. She'll quickly get it back in and cutting it off as McCormick. Noah gets through her glove, but backing her up will be Crenshaw. Good job from Lover to see that and cover the home plate so that Stidham wouldn't come across to score. So Stidham will hang out at Third base, Henderson will get a double. Here's Kalen Martin. Ball 
First pitch of this at bat. Fly ball. That will stay in the infield. Going back is Mitchell. She makes the play. She'll eye the runner back to third, but that is two outs in the inning for Woodland. Great play from Maddie Mitchell at second base. So here comes Sophie Latta stepping up to the box. First pitch going to be taken letter high for ball one. Next pitch will be outside of the zone for ball two. Sophie Latta with two singles on the day so far. All three or two of those hits have come in inning two and inning three. We can get her out of this inning here, then that means that we've left two Eagle runners stranded and no runs coming across the score for the second inning in a row. All the more opportunity for the bats to get it going here in the late innings. 3-0 count to Latta. Letter high, just missed her. Four-pitch walk to Latta, and here comes Trinity Day. Quick timeout as the infield will come and talk it over with the bases loaded. Play at any plate. You've got two down in the inning. Just all about being smart and making great decisions. Really, when you've got the bases loaded, there's really really no wrong way that you can go about it. Just be patient. Don't try to force anything. Just do what you do. Make it happen. So here's Trinity Day. Trinity, a single and a hit by pitch. She was stranded at first base her last time up in the last inning. Timeout. And time is back in. We're ready to go. Lovern steps up to the rubber. And ready for this first pitch today. Off-speed pitch. Kind of an excuse me swing there. She'll miss it for strike one. Quick step out of the box for day. She's ready, as is Lovern. So swing under that one as well for strike two. Good start of the at bat for Juliana facing Trinity Day. One of the handful of batters that Appalachian has that has reached multiple times already here in the fourth inning. 0-2. Inside pitch, she'll get a piece of this one, but it will foul off the backstop. Good job by Crenshaw to catch it. Wish it meant something, but unfortunately it does not. And we're back at it again for 
Next one. Did she go? She did not. That pitch coming high and tight. She got the bat off of her shoulders, but we couldn't tell from up here if she broke that imaginary plane or not. No, they are going to check with the field umpire, and he says no, she did not. Not a bad thing to do there if you're Woodland, just to double check. Next pitch, she'll foul it off to stay alive. Fouled it straight back. How good would this be if Lovren can get him out of this one? One, two, bases loaded. Here it is, outside pitch. It gets away from Crenshaw. The throw back to the plate is not in time. Try to get it back to Lovren. Just missed the tag, and it's 7-2 to two. Appalachian. Stormy Stidham coming to score from third base. Everybody else advances 60 feet. So now we have Latta on second base and Henderson on third. The count has moved to 2-2 on Trinity Day. Two straight swinging strikes. It's going to be a little high off the brim of the helmet. So Day will come in once more. Battling back after being down 0-2. 3-2 pitch coming. Swing and a miss. Strike three call. And this inning is over. They leave two runners on. One run comes across the score for Appalachian in their half of the fourth inning. We go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. Woodland trailing 7-2. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from the Car Clinic. Bottom of the fourth inning, we go Leah Williamson, Jaden Herring, Josie Cross will get us started as Woodland looking to find some runs here as we go to the bottom half of the fourth inning, down 7-2. to two. Game number two of the day of the East Central Regional, live from Lagoon Park in Montgomery. Woodland winners have uh, won the first game, high score of 18-6 to six over Jacksonville Christian, first pitch that 
Williamson C is going to be on the inside portion of the plate for ball one. Appalachian defeated Galesville by a score of 12 to 1 in order to get to this point. Both teams on the winner's bracket. Line shot up the middle, and we're going to have another leadoff base hit for the Lady Cats as Leah Williamson will shoot that one off the right side of Maddox in the circle. It rolls in the center field, and there's a leadoff for Jaden Herring. Jaden will step out of the box, now steps in. First pitch. I guess that one dropped right before it got to the plate. So they did call it a ball, but from up here it looked like it got her knee high, but I believe it may have dropped right when it needed to. So ball one. Fly ball will hit the top of the backstop foul for Herring. Move the count to 1 1. Jaden Herring coming into the tournament, batting 237 with two home runs, 18 RBI. Of course, that most recent home run coming against Wadley in the area championship game. 1-1 one, one to Herring. So foul this one off, and it'll hit a divot in the right-handed batter's box. It fouled off, backspun, and when it landed, it was in foul territory. So we have a 1-2 count. Maddox with a quick look to her dugout and on the third baseline. And fires. Swing and a miss for strike three, and down goes Herring. So here comes Josie Cross. Let's see if Josie can make some noise here with a runner on, one out. Right behind her, Kaylee Crenshaw, who's got a single to her name, and then Gracie Rigney. First pitch to cross, going to wear that one on the low corner for ball one, or strike one, rather. An all-speed pitch, didn't like that one. Back off for a ball. So one ball, one strike to Josie Cross. Josie, one of two seniors on this team. Maddie Mitchell being the other one. That one taking collarbone high right down the middle for ball two. Two balls, one strike to Josie Cross. And last year where Woodland only got to play nine games, uh, the article that came out from Tim Altork, foul ball down the first baseline, was that he felt like it wasn't uh, wasn't fair, and it really wasn't that uh, to give a player of the year when 
You had teams like Woodland that only played nine games and teams like Wadley that had only played one. Not really fair to name a county player of the year. However, Josie Cross really made a push for it if that were the case. Swing and a miss for Cross, and that's strike three. After giving up a single to Leah Williamson, Maddox has fought back to strike out the last two cats, and here comes Crenshaw. Haley Crenshaw being the DP in the last game. It's now coming in to catch, still batting in the eighth spot. 385 with a home run and 11 RBI coming into this tournament, Kaylee Crenshaw. has played in 34 games. Pop up. Will that stay in play? It will not as it uh, lands just on this side of the backstop down the third baseline. We'll bounce off the concrete area, roll back towards the tents that are just to our left. Fan will quickly give that ball back to the visiting dugout, and we're ready for the next pitch. Outside, trying to frame, is the catcher for Appalachian. She gets her wish, and now Kaylee's down 0-2. Kaylee will call time. We'll step out. Four for four with three doubles and two RBIs in the area tournament last week. Next pitch, she'll pop this one straight up. This will stay in play. However, who's going to make the play? It will be the catcher, Zoe Payne, and that is out number three. Leadoff single from Leah Williamson, and that's where she'll stay as there was two strikeouts in a row followed by a pop-up to the catcher. We go to the top of the fifth inning, Appalachian on top of Woodland 7-2. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from High School Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. To the top half of the fifth inning we go. Appalachian leading Woodland by a score of 7-2. Woodland will play tomorrow at 10:45, regardless of the outcome of this game. But who will they play? If they win this game, they'll play the winner of Raglan and the winner of Cedar Bluff and Victory Christian. Um, we're still trying to uh, get a final on that one. I believe that game's still being played over on field six over across the parking lot from us just off in the distance but if they lose this game uh, 
Uh, they will play the winner of Game 9, which will be played at see, 6 o'clock. So, Chance Wadley and Woodland could be playing tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see what happens. First pitch to Maddox is going to be out of the zone for ball one. Ground ball. It's going to sneak behind her for a foul ball. So count will move to one ball, one strike to Ashley Maddox. Pitcher for the Appalachian Eagles out of Aniana, Alabama. 1-1. One, one. Called it on the low corner for called strike. One ball, two strikes. Let's see if we can finish here. Next pitch. Drop third strike. The throw in time for... Now they're going to say it was a foul ball. And Woodland's infield's asking what the explanation was. Coach Shelton's wanting an explanation. I wish we could hear the explanation because I'm kind of curious as to what it is as well. And Coach Shelton saying, well, you called it a drop third strike. Martin thought it was a drop third strike. Everybody in the entire complex knew that it was ball. Uh, it was a drop third strike. But then, as soon as the throw was made over to first, he says, no, contact was made, foul ball. I apologize. That's the only explanation we can give at this point. The next pitch is going to be taken on the inside portion. For ball two. Two balls, two strikes. To Ashley Martin. Next pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. No doubt about that one. As Ashley Martin goes down to open the inning for the Eagles. Now here comes Gracie Gulledge. Gracie Gulledge, a single. She later came across the score in the second inning. Struck out her most recent time up in the fourth, or in the uh, third, rather. So the winner of Cedar Bluff Victory Christian will play Raglan next. Pitch will be taken inside for ball one to Gracie Gulledge. The loser of Cedar Bluff Victory Christian will play Wadley. Next available opportunity. Winner of that game will play the loser of this game tomorrow at 1045. 1-0 next pitch inside for ball two. So either way, we'll see you at 10.45 tomorrow, live from Lagoon Park. Randolph County will play Fayetteville at 9 o'clock. Next pitch in there called strike one. Two balls, one strike to the nine hitter, Gracie Gulledge. And we hope the Wadley Bulldogs get a win in their next game. That way we have three county teams here in Lagoon Park tomorrow. That'd be great. And, of course, we'll have wall-to-wall -wall coverage 
Tim Altor calling the Wadley game, whenever that'll be, uh, later tonight. And of course, we'll have coverage of Randolph County softball tomorrow. 2-2. Inside pitch, just missing the zone. Thought that one crept in, but it did not. 3-2. Pop up. Juliana Lover makes the play. Takes a couple steps in from the circle, and that is out number two. It's now back to the top of the lineup for Taylor Woodard. Five innings in, and she has four at bat so far. Two doubles, she grounded out to Mitchell her last time up. Those two doubles she has back in the first and second inning. She later came across the score both times. So it's usually a bad omen when she gets on base. Inside pitch, she flinched at that one as it snuck in about wrist high. Leave ball one. Mm-hmm. Next pitch coming, off speed. That one didn't drop the way Lovern wanted to, and that's going to be high for ball two. Two zero fly ball. That will go foul down the right field line. will creep into the path of the team gate. Lagoon Park, former home of the AHSAA state championships that were moved to Oxford back in January. Ground ball, good stop from Lover, and a throw to first is in time for out number three. Three up, three down for Appalachian in their half of the fifth inning. We go to the bottom half for Woodland as they trail 7-2. to You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Stage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 9-1-2 coming up for the Lady Cats in their half of the fifth inning. They trail 7-2, but hey, that last inning, a good sign there as Appalachian went up 3 and went down 3. Nobody left on base. No runs came across the score. What a way to lead off for Gracie Rigney. Gracie Rigney, a, a mid-game replacement for the Lady Cats. The 10th grader, rearing number 17. First pitch. Just missed that one. Swing and a miss for strike one. 
Gracie Rigney batting 208 in 29 games appeared in this year. She has 10 hits. All 10 hits are single. She's walked eight times and has 10 RBI. Fly ball for Rigney. That'll be foul. Heads up down there as it lands in the up in the middle of where all the uh, where all the party is. There's a big board that's in the middle of the complex, which is kind of where we're at. It's over to our left on the path of the pass gate, and it's got all the brackets on it. That's where it landed. Next pitch for Gracie. Going to be a swing and a miss for strike three. An aggressive at bat there for Rigney, but can't make anything happen as we go back to the top of the lineup for Mackenzie McCormick. Timeout is head coach for Appalachian. Uh, Mr. Douglas Dean will come out and talk with his pitcher and catcher. And while they do that, the shortstop and third baseman have their own meeting going on. First base and second base have their own meeting going on. And left and center field, they all have interesting meetings going on. Stepping in will be McCormick with one down. First pitch to Mack. Fly ball, center field, over the head of Kalen Martin, and it will bounce off the wall and roll heavily back towards the center of the outfield and standing up for a double is Mackenzie McCormick. Three hits in the ball game for Mack. Her first multi-base hit, which is already a good sign because she's had singles and her uh, first two at-bats, but she didn't advance further than first base. She's already passed that point here. So Mack over at second base, and here's Taylor Wilson. Wilson will step off. She calls time. Taylor Wilson a walk and a fly out. First pitch she sees going to be in there for called strike one. Didn't know where the umpire was going to go with that one. It was on the outside portion, and uh, the catcher, Zoe Payne, looked to bring it in just a little bit, but she didn't need to do much. That will go down as a strike. That one off speed again, just missing for ball one. One ball, one strike. To the 10th grader, Taylor Wilson. Step off again, time called. Which Ashley Maddox, she's uh, usually when she pitches, she gets the sign from the dugout and she's ready to fire away once she gets it. Kind of slowed down her rhythm there and that kind of knocked uh, Wilson off her rhythm as well. The next pitch will be out of the zone for ball two. Two balls and one strike. Next pitch. Fly ball, heads up, as that one will be a hot shot over the first base dugout and rattle up against a uh, a wagon that uh, belongs to spectators that are watching on field five to our right. 
Umpire gives Maddox the floor. It's the signal she likes. Looks at her wristband. Fires away. In there for called strike three. Outside corner of the plate, right down the middle. Perfect location. Wilson doesn't bite. And here comes Juliana Lovern. Single and a pop-out to this point. Next pitch. Outside. That one kind of tailing away from Maddox as she let it go for ball one. Woodland down 7-2 in the bottom half of the fifth inning here at Lagoon Park. In Montgomery, Alabama, very cloudy, overcast day, but not overly hot. Pop up to Martin, and she reels it in, and that'll do it for the bottom half of the fifth inning. Kenzie McCormick with a double in the inning, but she does get stranded over at second base. We go to the sixth inning, Appalachian on top of Woodland, 7-2. to two. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Downtown 56 Pizza Grill, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke, Tuesday through Thursday 4 to 8, and Friday and Saturday 4 to 9. Phone number 334-863-5656. Dine-in or takeout is available. Pizza and calzones, boneless wing basket, hot wings with a wide assortment of flavors. Available in mild, hot, and extremely hot. Traditional favorites like hamburger, cheeseburger, chicken fingers, and sliders. Get by Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill. Go by today, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. Win or lose, the name of the game is sportsmanship in AHSAA education-based high school athletics. The lesson learned on the field and in the bleachers is that good sports are winners no matter what the score. Support high school athletics with good sportsmanship. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Top half of the sixth inning we go. Woodland Trails Appalachian by a score of 7-2 to here in the second game of the day. Live from Lagoon Park for the AHSAA 1A East Central Regional. Here in Montgomery. Lead off will be a bunt. Cross picks it up, throws it over to Mitchell, who's covering, and that is out number one. Stormy Stidham on that, uh, that attempted bunt there. So here comes Zoe Payne. Zoe Payne followed by Jordan Henderson. Next pitch coming inside. Going to be off the shoe tops for ball one. one swing and a miss. Just missing that one for strike one. One ball and one strike. 
to Zoe Payne. Zoe Payne, another one of those that she gets on base. Usually something good happens for Appalachian. Two doubles so far, and both times she's reached, she's come across the score. Oh, my goodness, another hot shot foul ball off the right side that lands among the bleachers and just misses hitting a spectator. There's two rows separating uh, two groups of fans uh, over on that side and somehow landed right in between <laughs> those two rows about about a quarter of the way up. Fly ball right side. Mitchell in foul territory makes the play. Mitchell covering a lot of ground. Was going to do whatever she could to make the play and exactly what happened. Just kept going and going, backed up, put one foot in foul territory down the right field line and made the play. So two, uh, two outs already. Both have involved Maddie Mitchell over at second base. So here's Jordan Henderson. Next pitch inside. Next pitch going to be just missed for ball three. 3-2 three, to Henderson. Just missing. It's not 3-2. My count's wrong. Get the correct count here in just a second. And there for called strike. See, once the umpire gives us the correct call, we'll give it to you. Lovern looks over to the dugout. We'll then look down to her wristband, hanging out on her left arm. Next pitch, fly ball, center field going back is Wilson, and that's over the wall. Solo shot from Jordan Henderson extends this lead to 8-2 to two Appalachian. Sat on that one and just crushed it. That one hung up in the air for a long time and landed about 10 feet or so beyond the center field wall. Now the Lady Cats will regroup. The entire infield comes in for a meeting in the circle. Taking some time to relax a little bit, maybe getting some time to calm Juliana down. Got two down in the inning. You know, all you got to do is focus on Kalen Martin. We've done a good job of keeping Martin off the base paths in that game against Galesville, the first game of the day for Appalachian. She was, or she had two hits and two RBI, but so far she's 0 for 3 to this point, a strikeout, a ground out, and a pop out.
Next pitch. Now we're going to dip below the knees for a ball. So two balls and no strikes to Kalen Martin. The winner of this game will get the winner of Raglan Cedar Bluff or Victory Christian. Don't have the final score on that game yet. That next pitch is going to be taken left side this time over the wall. Two home runs back to back for Appalachian. It's nine to two. Two outs back-to-back to to open the inning, and Appalachian has answered with two home runs back-to-back. So another meeting in the circle with the Lady Cat infielders. Now Crenshaw will come back after a meeting in the dugout. There's another opportunity here to reset and focus on this batter at the plate. Widely falling to Victor uh, Raglan rather in game number one, 13 to four. They're awaiting whoever lost the Victory Christian Cedar Bluff game. And then the winner of that game will play the loser of this game tomorrow at 10.45. So there is a possibility that we could see a county versus county matchup tomorrow morning. First pitch, I'm going to be taken for strike one to Sophie Latta. Two hits and a walk. Next pitch. She'll foul this one off and heads up. Looks like it rattles off the dugout on field five to our right. Rattles off the third base dugout over there as it fouls off down the first base side in this field. Wind slowly picking up again here in Montgomery as the flagpole that's to our right is blowing out towards our field. Next pitch is going to be outside of the zone for ball. One ball, two strikes. Stepping back in is Latta. She gets the sign inside pitch for ball two. That one dipping a little low there for Lover. We'll try it again. Another foul ball coming in from one of the games going on behind us. Watch out for foul balls everywhere. Inside corner again for Latta, just missing the zone, ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Sophie Latta, next pitch coming off speed. That's actually going to be a little high. Bounces off the glove of Crenshaw, rolls to the backstop for ball four. One on, two down. A 9-2 ball game in the top of the sixth. Now stepping in will be Trinity Day. First pitch to Day is going to be a little high for ball one.
Trinity Day. She has a single and a hit by pitch. She also struck out in her last at bat. Has had some really good battles brewing with Woodland pitching so far today. Outside pitch, taking for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Next pitch coming inside. Actually played that one off the backside of her helmet. A quick throw over to first from Lovern after she gets the ball. It's not going to be in time. Good job there from Cross to apply the tag, but the throw was not in time. count coming. Going to dip that one low for ball four. Two straight homers, two straight walks here, and Coach Shelton's going to come out, and we'll see if see where what she's thinking here. Looks like she's going to stay with Lovern, but they are going to have a Good chat in the circle about it. Two down in the inning. Appalachian up 9-2 to two over Woodland. Woodland looking to stay in the winner's bracket. And what we have right now, uh, what we have right now, uh, of course, uh, Woodland and Appalachian playing right now. Ragland defeated widely, still waiting on the final score from uh, Cedar Bluff victory, Christian. See if we can get something figured out on that. Uh, once we do, we'll let you know. Winner of this game will play tomorrow at 1045 in the winner's bracket. Loser of this game will play the winner of Wadley and whoever lost Cedar Bluff victory, Christian. First pitch going to be outside to Ashley Maddox for ball one. Runners on first and second for Appalachian. Two down in the inning. one -oh. Outside, there we go, finding a strike on the Outside part of the zone, not missing the middle by too much. One ball, one strike to Maddox. Next pitch coming. She'll swing, just missing the bat on that one for strike two. Looks like she short-armed the swing and just missed it on the end of the bat. One, two, that one's going to be high. Two balls, two strikes to Maddox. Maddox, her fourth time up, struck out last time after a lengthy battle with Lovern. Two, two. Swing and a miss, strike three, and that's how this inning will come to a close. Two home runs in the inning. They leave two on. It's now nine to two in favor of Appalachian. Uh, for the Woodland Lady Cats, we'll see if they can answer right back here as we go to the bottom half of the sixth inning. Your score, 9-2 to two in favor of Appalachian. You're listening to Woodland Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group.
The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Hey, this is Sean Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Good sportsmanship is a top priority for the AHSAA and our member schools. While you enjoy this outstanding event, please give all student-athletes your positive support and encouragement. Booing, taunting, and derogatory remarks directed at opponents or contest officials are unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. First pitch of the inning, Maddie Mitchell goes deep. It's off the wall. It bounced off the wall, bounced right back into play, and that is going to be the loudest single that you are ever going to see. That one had a lot of elevation, just came down. Oh, man, I can't believe that she missed it by just that much. The third link of the temporary fence at Lagoon Park, it bounced off the top, came right back in. So Mitchell, instead of having a leadoff home run, is stuck at first base. That extends her on-base streak now to seven straight at-bats. First pitch to Leah Williamson, going to be outside for a ball. one coming. Inside pitch, that one going to be a little high as well for ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Leah Williamson. Leah, sacrifice and a single her last time up. How big would it be to move that runner over? That's going to slide right in the zone this time on the inside corner. Maddie Mitchell hanging out over at first base after just missing a solo shot on the first pitch of the inning. Next one coming. Ground ball left side. A quick throw to second for that one. The next throw is not going to be in time. It's actually a one-hop throw over to first base, and Williamson is safe. Score that one a 6-4 fielder's choice, and here's Jaden Herring. Unfortunate there for Williamson, of course. She'll take the... Getting on base, but the lead runner's out. But, hey, great opportunity for Jaden Herring to do something about it here. She drops a bunt. believe she missed it. Leah Williamson's going to take advantage of the confusion as she goes over to second base. 
Herring looked like she dropped down a bunt, and of course, uh, you know, being up here, we can't tell if she made contact or not. We just have to go based on what everybody on the field's doing, and uh, nobody seemed to think that it was a foul ball. Neither did Williamson. Williamson moved over from first to second. 0-1. Herring will foul this one off to the backstop right behind us. No balls, two strikes to Jaden. She can find a way on and give Josie Cross more, more base runners coming up on deck. Be a lot of fun. Swinging under that one is Jaden Herring, and that's strike three, out number two. Here's Josie Cross with two down. Cross steps into the box, getting fitted for a hat, two strikeouts. That one, again, I believe uh, looked good, but dropped right before it got to the plate. That's going to be ball one. Two pretty lengthy at-bats for Josie Cross that ultimately ended uh, with a strikeout, but a big spot for her right now with a runner in scoring position and two down. She'll foul this one off. We'll rattle up against the fence that protects the woodland bench from those sort of things. Umpire will allow the pitcher Maddox and batter Josie Cross to Get back in rhythm here. Cross now steps back into the box. Next pitch from Maddox. Going to be high for a ball. Two balls, one strike to cross. Williamson on second base, down 9-2. to two. Next pitch. And a ground ball that rolls just through the glove of uh, Maddox, however, the second baseman that's going to be Trinity Day, picks it up, throws it over to first, and that'll do it for the Lady Cats in this half inning. We go to the top half of the seventh inning, Woodland down 9-2. to two. You're listening to Lady Cats Softball from High School Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and, of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Top of the seventh we go for Appalachian. They lead 9-2 to two over Woodland. 
We will see Gracie Gulledge, Taylor Woodard, and Stormy Stidham. That will be 9-1-2 and two for the Eagles out of Aniana, the Area 11 champions, getting the best of Victory Christian in their area. Still waiting to hear if they beat Cedar Bluff or not to know who Wadley's got coming up next. First pitch from Lovern going to be a foul towards the right side. Making their first base coach have to do a little dance to avoid getting hit. And, of course, it's 7.30 here in Montgomery, and I still see a few clouds out there, but it's the clearest that I've seen it all day. I think the weather's supposed to be much more favorable tomorrow. We hope that's the case. Lovern steps in, fires. Going to be another foul ball that they'll hit towards field five to our right. Oh, two. Swing and a miss, strike three. Nope, they're going to say she made contact again. Oh, man. Another one of those things that can't really tell from up here. Next pitch. Ground ball left side. Mack picks it up, throws it over to Josie, covering first in time for out number one. Five to three on the put out, and we go back to the top of the lineup for Taylor Woodard. Taylor Woodard with two doubles, as we mentioned already in the game. Pretty successful day overall. She had two hits and two RBI against uh, or against uh, Galesville in that first game. First pitch to Woodard. It's going to be a fly ball and a little one hop over to Rigney in right field. That's going to be her third hit of the day. It's a great day overall from the leadoff hitter, Taylor Woodard. And if you're going to be in that spot, I guess it's what you got to do. Timeout is Stormy Stidham with like an extra second or two before stepping in that left-handed batter's box. She'll drop a bunt. McKenzie picks it up, throws it over to Cross. At first, for out number two, they do advance that runner over to second base. So a successful sacrifice from Stormy Stidham. Taylor Woodard now over at second base, and here's Zoe Payne. Zoe Payne, like Taylor Woodard, two doubles, and each time, or actually only one time, uh, she's come across the score. She was stranded over at third in the first inning. Ground ball. Picking it up as Williamson to throw over to first base is in time for out number three. Very quickly, the Lady Cats sit not Appalachian down one, two, three. Last chance for Woodland. They're down nine to two here in Montgomery. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from High School Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. 
a story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. Last chance for the Lady Cats here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. They trail Appalachian by a score of 9-2. to two. Kaylee Crenshaw, Gracie Rigney, and Mackenzie McCormick coming to the plate for the Lady Cats as we get started here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Wadley getting ready to take on Victory Christian. We found out uh, Victory Christian fell to Cedar Bluff in there. Uh, game over at field six and Wadley and Victory Christian just now getting ready to play. And uh, you can hear that game again on iSchool Sports Network. Tim Altork uh, covering that game. And uh, depending on how this game goes today, if uh, Woodland wins, they'll take on the winner of Ragland Cedar Bluff. But if they fall in this game, they will take on the winner of Wadley Victory Christian. Again, that game will be uh, tomorrow, no matter what, at 10.45. So Kaylee Crenshaw steps up to the plate. Kaylee with a single and a fly out. First pitch to Crenshaw. High outside. For a ball. Next pitch, line shot. That's a good start for Crenshaw. She hits that one over the head of the shortstop, and it'll roll all the way to the fence. She's rounding first and going for second, and she gets there standing up. Kaylee Crenshaw, leadoff double for the Lady Cats here in the seventh inning. Second hit of the night for Crenshaw, batting in the eighth spot. Here comes Gracie Rigney. Gracie, she struck out in her first at bat, coming in in relief of Right field made an incredible play a couple of innings ago where it looked uh, looked disastrous, but she ended up uh, improvising and making it great. In right field, she uh, got her cleat caught up in the soft ground. She looks at dropping a bunt. She'll pull the bat back, but it will not be in time. It will be counted as a strike. She... Uh, Got her cleat caught up, as we mentioned, in the soft grass here at Lagoon Park after a very rainy morning here in Montgomery. Fell to her knees. Saw that she could still make the play. She dove as far as she could. Made the catch in right field. 100% A-plus effort. Now time is called again as I think Rigney was ready to go, but Ashley Maddox in the circle was not. Next pitch, it'll be a pop-up over to the first baseman. 
Well, that'll be Sophie Latta for out number one. Just a tough break there for Gracie. We now go to the top of the lineup for Mac McCormick. Mackenzie McCormick, she hit her 11th home run of the season in game number one. She has three hits today, two singles and a double. But unfortunately for her, each time she's ended up at the base that she got there herself. Two singles, led off the game with a single, also led off the third inning with a single. She left, uh, was left stranded at third base. and Last time out in the fifth inning, she had a double. And that's where she stayed. Umpire calling for time as we have some spectators leaving and headlights are shining its way into field number one. First pitch to Matt, going to be taken outside for ball one. Cormick stands back in. Crenshaw over at second base. We're ready to go when contact is made. Fly ball from McCormick. That's going to center field, but it will be no problem for Kaylin Martin. She makes the play, tacking up, going from second to third is Kaylee Crenshaw. So in a way, it works out for McCormick. She moves a runner 60 feet closer to home, and here's Taylor Wilson. Two down in the inning for Woodland. They trail 9-2 here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Maddox taking a long look into the dugout. Finally gets her pitch. We'll look down at the wristband. She's ready to fire. First pitch to Wilson. Going to dip low for ball one. Taylor Wilson 0 for 2, but she does have a walk. 1-0 ground, or line shot over to the second baseman day, and that's how this ball game ends. Your final score, Woodland Falls to Appalachian 9-2. Uh, coming up tomorrow at 10:45, we'll be right back here at Lagoon Park in Montgomery where we will take on the winner of Wadley and Victory Christian, that game going on right now on iSchool Sports Network as well. Tim Altork uh, calling the game right behind us. So if you uh, want to tune over to that game, get a little bit more uh, information on who Woodland will be playing tomorrow, good possibility it could be another Randolph County team in the Wadley Bulldogs. Looking forward to seeing how that game goes. Uh, Wadley, of course, falling to Raglan earlier today, 13-4. to Cedar Bluff defeated uh Victory Christian by a score of 10 to 5 in their game that just wrapped up about 30 minutes ago. Wadley and Victory Christian are playing right now. Raglan getting ready to take on Cedar Bluff uh, coming up tonight as well. So stay tuned to our Facebook page as we give you more information as we get it as to who Woodland will play, if it will be Wadley, and uh, what field it will be. But the only thing we do know right now is that Woodland is playing tomorrow and they will be playing at 10:45 a.m approximately. Of course, you know, the times could uh, vary a little bit. Uh, Randolph County will be playing tomorrow at 9 o'clock, so that'll be a good appetizer uh, for listening to Lady Cat softball uh, tomorrow at 1045. Uh, but again, thanks to all of our sponsors, thanks to all of our listeners, thanks to everybody for tuning in and listening to Lady Cat softball from iSchool Sports Network live from the 2021 1A softball 
uh, East Central Regional, live from Lagoon Park in Montgomery, Alabama. We'll be back with you tomorrow, approximately 10.45 a.m. We look forward to talking with you then. So, until then, good night and go Cats. This East Central Regional softball game has been an exclusive broadcast of iSchool Sports Network. Rights have been granted by the Alabama High School Athletic Association to iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use without the express written consent of iSchool Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Today's game has been brought to you by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, H&M Drugs, Farm Boys, The Chuck House, The Car Clinic, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, Robertson's Air Repair, Old Station Engraving, Ray Bucks, Downtown 56, Meadows Farm Equipment, and The Randolph Leader. Thank you for listening.